Welcome to the King Christian and Queen Linda podcast, where our mission is to bring you the latest and greatest information on health, wellness, and everything in between to help you become a stronger and more confident version of yourself. Podcast number seven. We all see the slackers in the gym, right? They're sitting on the machines. They're looking at their phones. They're talking to people. They're wasting time not getting what they should be out of their workout time. Are you one of those slackers? What do you think, Christian? Well, we're going to Well, find I don't mean out. you personally. Of course we Oh, don't. I know. I'm we not. We know that we're not slackers. But you but... listening, are you one of the slackers? Yes. We are going to help you figure that out today. But how can you tell? How can you tell if you're a slacker in the gym? There's a few things that you have to assess. Okay. Number one is results. Are you getting them? If not, you might not be working hard enough. And we're going to give you the tips on how to do that. So the first thing you need to be successful in changing your body composition and just working your butt off in the gym is goals. Yes, having without, a plan. Without a target, you'll never hit anything. <clears throat> in order to establish your goals... You've got to figure out what you want to accomplish, right? Is it weight loss? Is it building muscle? Is it just being more mentally fit? Because sometimes the gym is just to make yourself feel better mentally. But again, no matter what your goal is, if you are not getting there, that means your path is incorrect. Now, every session, you should have a goal of inching closer to what you want to accomplish, Right. Make sure your goals are smart, and that means specific, measurable, attainable, and time-based. Specific, if you're looking to lose weight, don't just say, oh, I want to lose weight, because that translates to, uh, um, you know, I might just sort of come in the gym and walk on the treadmill for the next three years, right. and three years later, why haven't I lost any weight? No because results. your goal is not specific enough. I want to lose 30 pounds, right. okay? Measurable. It has to be quantifiable. So you have to say, is it pounds uh, on the scale? Is it inches on your waist? Is it certain amount of weight you want to add to your squat? Whatever that is, it's got to be measurable, attainable. Can you actually achieve it? If you've been sedentary for the last 10 years and your goal is to run an Ironman race, a 100-mile Ironman, that's probably not going to happen next week. So that probably shouldn't be your goal because you'll fail and then you'll feel bad about it and you might stop before you've even gotten started. Well, you definitely need to have a plan, as you say. Um, we need to, to write down what, what we're going to do in e at each session. Keep a log so that you know when you go into the gym that your time there is productive. You know what you want to accomplish versus walking in the door and sort of you know looking around and maybe you're on a machine or you're on a different machine. Like Really understand what your goal is. If it's weight loss, like Christian said, or... You want to add more muscle mass all over or you're training for a marathon, whatever it is, have a plan when you walk in so that you know I'm going to the treadmill or I'm training my back or, you know, whatever it is that your goal is that you know specifically walking in without a plan for anything, whatever it is in life is not going to lead you down a successful path because you're just going to kind of wander around. Exactly. And to add to that, it needs to be time-based. Now, this is a very, very important aspect. You have to have an end date, a by when, or else you will just float around in the ether, just sort of 
floating day to day thinking, oh, well, I'll achieve it eventually. Oh, it'll eventually happen. Right. No oh, today wasn't a good day. There's always tomorrow. And then there's tomorrow. And then that tomorrow turns into two years later, I still haven't gotten there. Versus by January 2nd, I will be 20 pounds lighter regardless of circumstances. And when you make it that specific and you give yourself an end date, you get started because you realize, oh, I don't have much time. And if you're actually staying true to yourself and working as hard as you should to get there, you will get there considering you consult the right help to get you there if you need it. I, th I think also, too, one of the other big, big distractions in the gym, and, and we all have witnessed it. You know, we all know people when you go to a gym long enough, you get to know all the other members there and you see people sitting around, you know, really talking a lot in between sets or if you're going to the gym with a workout partner, like make sure you guys keep each other accountable. Don't stand there and talk about, you know, what happened with, you know, boyfriend, girlfriend or life problems, things like that. Like focus on your workout so that you guys are driving each other, pushing each other, watching the other person's form. Maybe they, they can add more weight, but they're not sure. Spot them. Like make sure your, your workouts are constructive if you have a partner. If you're by yourself, you know, don't spend a lot of time conversing and carrying on with people because you're going to be in there way too long and you're just not going to get the results that you want to get if you're spending too much time socializing or scrolling. Exactly. Something that the uh, that I think about is that you have to keep the gym a sacred place. Mm -hmm. And I say that because, yes, there's many people that like to come in and, you know, you see your friends and maybe that's the only spot that you've seen some people that you've met there. Hey, you know, we're coming in for our weekly classes or whatever it might be, or you're just coming in there to lift on right. your own. You see your buddies. Hey, you know, it's time to catch up. Give yourself five minutes before you start to catch up. You talk. How you doing? How's the family? This and that. You get that done with and then it's time to work. As soon as you step in there, it's time for business. It's not time for play. It's like when you're in a gun range. Once the safety is off that gun, it is not playtime anymore. It is serious right. because when you play, bad things happen. And bad things happen in this context is you don't achieve your goals. And then you start wondering, well, what's wrong? Or you blame it on someone else or something else. You have to treat it as important as you say it is, mm -hmm. right? If you really want to get those goals, work hard. Don't play. And I know from personal experience myself what I have to do. Sometimes I do use my headphones, and if I do, I, I put my phone on a mode where I don't hear all the dings and bings and bongs from emails and text messages and whatnot. Or if I choose not to use my headphones... I put my phone away. I do not take my phone on the training floor with me because I feel that the world can survive for an hour without me. I just want to get into my workout, get into my own head. A lot of the times I use that as just time to reflect and think about what I'm doing and what I want and being honest with myself about whatever it is that I'm thinking about. But the people can survive without you for an hour. You don't want to get into texting wars or conversations while you're sitting on a machine or in between sets. You see a lot of that happening too. If you want to use something and someone's on it, but they're just going through their phone. I mean, everybody, we've all experienced that. I'm sure everybody that's listening is rolling their eyes or shaking their head. Yes. Right now or smiling because we've all seen it. So don't be afraid to put your phone away. You don't need it for an hour. The world's not going to fall apart. If you don't have your phone in your hand for an hour, focus on you, take that hour and really push yourself, drive yourself, mind-muscle connection, and understand how your body feels and if you need to move up in weight and just look at your progression, you know, 
when you keep your your training log, look at the progression and just focus on what your goals are at that time. It's it's one hour out of the day where you really can just dial into yourself and and it's therapeutic and it's it's a really good way to 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 build your workouts. Exactly. And <laughs> I'll speak from uh, personal experiences that I hate. I hate <laughs> when people are sitting there texting and BSing taking a machine that I could be using because I've got stuff to do. Right. Remember, it's just like traffic. You go slow on the highway in the left lane and don't get me started on that because I could talk for a whole day. <laughs> if you're in the left lane going slow or if you're on the machine texting, you are a problem. Get off. Move. Make space for the people who really want to achieve. Right? Don't be that rolling roadblock on the highway and you're holding up miles of traffic behind you because you don't understand the effect it might be having on other people who have to get home or get somewhere else or have other responsibilities and they're trying to get in and get out and get their job done in the gym. Now, to change topics a little bit, it's going to be uncomfortable when you really have to push yourself. So something that I learned from listening to some Navy SEALs speak, uh, one of them being Jocko Willink, who some of you might be familiar with, and there's many others, Tim Kennedy, and well, he wasn't a Navy SEAL, but um, there are many other special forces uh, individuals that have this theory that when you feel like that's all you have to give, you're only at 40%. Mm -hmm. And I've learned that personally where... You, you ever notice how if you're in the gym, and this is only going to be for those of you who have been in the gym and really, really pushed and then have worked out with a training partner or a coach, and for some reason when that coach is there, you can get a few bit, a few more out. Or when you've right. got that spotter behind you in the squat rack. It's like Magic, confidence. magic that you can achieve one, two, three, four more reps. Is it that you didn't have them in there in you beforehand? Or it's now you've got extra support so you right. actually work closer to your body's ultimate potential. We've all got more in this, right. in inside of us. It's going to be hard. Sometimes it's scary and it is often painful and it is necessary. You've got to get yourself to a place where you can grit your teeth, right? You got the sweat rolling down you. You're questioning yourself. Can I even accomplish this? Yep. You look at that bar and the squat rack and you're saying, I'm nervous because if I fail, I could get hurt. Now, of course, you should be using safeties, but it still goes through your mind, right. right? Can I accomplish this? I came here with a goal, and now I'm a little nervous. My heart's beating fast. You've got to get yourself to the point where you say, screw it. I'm going to try my hardest mm -hmm. to accomplish that goal that I told myself I would achieve and that you know you can achieve. And when you have the right, if you have the right person in your corner, if you have a, a training partner, or not, not every time, even if it's just once in a while. It just, it does give you that level of confidence if you know that there, that you have a spotter behind you or you have someone there telling you, come on, you can do more, you can do more. And even if you don't have a spotter, it definitely is a mind game. And, you know, Christian, you and I both have experienced this and I can even just speak to it from personal the other day when I stepped up to the bar to deadlift. And, you know... It's definitely a mind game because your mind will tell you you can only do so many reps or you can only, you know, maybe you might hurt yourself. Be careful. So it definitely plays a part. Your your own mind, your own mindset plays a part. So when you have someone there, you know, cheering you on, it definitely helps. But, you know, when I was deadlifting the other day and Christian was there and he was, you know, telling me, cheering me on, having me push harder, 
but I was scared. I was definitely scared. And it was emotional. And as we talked about, it was humbling. And But I knew that I worked hard. When I walked out of there, I knew that I had pushed myself really hard. And and it's a, it's a good feeling. But at the time, it can be really scary and emotional. But it just builds character. It's such a good feeling afterwards when you know that you, you pushed as hard. You pushed as hard as you could. And most and everybody that's listening here knows when you walk out of the gym and you go, ah, that was an okay workout. I mean, people, you know. And you know when you walk out and you're like, damn, my legs are already sore. Like that's that's the difference when you walk out. How do you feel? Do you feel like you really kicked your own ass? Or do you, did you feel like you left something on the table and, and maybe you should have pushed, pushed harder? One of my favorite quotes in situations like this is, the pain you feel today will be the strength you feel tomorrow. And the only way one. you're going to grow is if you push yourself right. to be uncomfortable. Think about any struggle you've had in your past that you had to go through in order to achieve something. Mm-hmm. Was it easy? No. Did it require you to dig down to a place you may have never been before and that may have been unsettling to you? Likely. It could have been a test you had to take. It could have been a job you had to get. It could have been a conversation you had to have with the person. It could have been a workout in the gym. But you feel the pain, you push through the pain, you conquer the pain, and you come out a better person. Now, you must create a success-focused mindset, or you might call it get in the zone, right? (laughs) Yep. You've got to get yourself in a place where all you are focused on is success. You're not thinking about that RFP report you got to get done at work. You're not thinking about, oh, the kids need me. I got to make dinner, right? The boyfriend's mad at me. I got to have the conversation with this person. The bill's got to get paid. The tire's flat. Yes, all those things are valuable, but for that hour or 90 minutes or 45 or 30, does not matter. Whatever time you dedicate, dedicate that time to it. That's why I think it's important to, again, not to take your phone on the floor. If you don't need it, don't take it because it's too easy to just fall into, oh, someone just texted me. Let me read it. Let's see what, you know, and then you get distracted because maybe it it is um, your significant other asking you to do something or, you know, where are you or what are you doing or, and then it just, it totally takes you out of your zone. So, you know, definitely I think being disconnected, going off the grid, quote unquote, is is a great way to conduct your workouts. If you feel like you're easily distracted, if you feel like you're going to be looking at your text messages or your emails, then just then leave it behind. Just lock it up and leave it behind. And if you want real change, you can't be fair weather about your training, right? Sure, we all have good days and less good days. I don't even, to let you guys in on a secret, I don't ever give myself a bad day. That's just the mindset that I have. And it's helped me be successful over the years And I don't say, oh, today was a bad day. You might have a bad moment. You might have a bad 10 minutes. Somebody says something to you, you feel bad about it, you get past it. It doesn't ruin the whole day unless you let it, right? So don't be fair weather about your training. Come in and work your ass off. That is the only way you're going to get what you want. Mm -hmm. The other thing is write your workouts in advance. Once it's time to go to the gym, you get in the car, you're on your way there. Everything is focused on getting that done. Play music that gets you in the zone, whether it's (laughs) metal or rap or whatever. It might be folk. does not matter. Get yourself in the zone. And when you have your workouts written in advance, that is your plan. And when the plan is already written, all you need to do is walk in and follow it. You don't waste time thinking, well, what should I do today? Well, how do I feel? Well, is this sore? Well, is that sore? Oh, I'm fit. You know, 
You have a plan, come in, bing, 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 check it off, check it off, done, check it off, done, get out of there, right? This also helps you with the, well, you know, I never seem to have enough time to finish my workouts, or I really don't have enough time to go to the gym, BS. Right. If you are efficient with your day, you can make time. If you have to work out at home, which a lot of people are doing now, that's even better. There's no way you have an excuse, even if it's five minutes, but you need to make your plan in advance so you don't waste time thinking about what you need to do. And, you know, Christian, there's also, you know, we're talking about a lot of the, the, the negative distractions and the things that we shouldn't be doing when we get to the gym. But there, there are positive distractions also. And what I mean by that is choosing the right gym to be training at. So you want to choose a gym where there are people there that motivate you, whether you know them or not. So I can use an example, you know, Christian and I, we head to powerhouse up in New Haven, Connecticut, Montanari brothers, a little shout out to our Montanari family, but we head up there once a week on the weekends. And that place is just so motivating. You walk in there and everybody's pretty focused on what they're doing. People say, Hey, how are you doing? But everybody's there to work. You very rarely see these long drawn out conversations and people kind of hanging around. People give you the wink and the nod, but they're doing their thing. And most people are in great shape. A lot of competitors in that gym. So for me, and I I can probably speak for Christian too on this, is that you you walk in there and you're pumped already before you even get there. We're excited on the way up. Like we can't wait to get in there and lift. And that's a positive, that's a positive distraction. Like you want to be around people that inspire you to be better in the gym. If you're going to one of these other gyms and you know, I don't have to name names. People probably already know what I'm thinking, but there are other gyms that offer food and candy and treats and this and that. And people aren't, uh, super duper motivated to, to get their stuff done. You're going to walk in there and you know, you know, you're not going to probably kick your own ass because eh, it's really not the environment for it. So mm-hmm. find a gym where there's positive distractions, meaning there are people walking around that you're like, damn, I'd like to have arms like that. Or I wish my back looked like that. Or I want quads like that or whatever it is. Right. Don't you agree, Christian? I mean, you want to be in a place that you're just, you're pumped to get to and you can't wait to start. 100%. You are the average of the five people you spend the most time with. Right. And the same thing with you know, we all adapt to become what our environment is. Mm-hmm. If you are around lions, you will become one. Or maybe you'll become a lion cub, right? But you're on <laughs> your way there. You right. may not have grown your mane yet. But if you go to a gym where everyone is just talking and we're just here to have fun and right. not really work out and, you know, I don't like to sweat too much, <laughs> then you will fail. Or if you work too hard, they give you the furry eyeball and escort you out the door. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, where when you drop your weights, we don't like that here. Take them out in handcuffs. We don't want to make people feel bad about themselves. Yeah, exactly. Uh, that they're not pushing themselves, yeah. which is what you want to do. Oh, yeah, don't get me started on that place. But uh, so another aspect is, Remember, it's okay to ask for help, Mm -hmm. okay? You might think you know what you're doing, but if you're not getting the results you want and you're being honest with yourself, not the, yeah, I think I'm okay with this. No, no, no. I mean the, oh, yeah, this is what I want. If you're not there and you are not super happy with what you see in the mirror, consult someone who is an expert in that area you're trying to progress in. Mm -hmm. Have them either make you a program or even train with them or or if it's nutrition-based. Reach out. It's okay. It's just like if you have, you need your car to get to and from work and the transmission goes and it has to be changed. You're not going to mess around with that because you want an expert to make sure it works properly. The body is even more complex than a car. hundred times more complex. 
If you don't know what you're doing, it's worth it to invest the money just like in that car. Got to get the transmission fixed. I don't might, might not want to spend it, but I know it's a good investment. Invest in yourself. Get an expert to help you get to success Absolutely. faster and save you wasted time. Absolutely. And like you said, that applies That applies to anything in your life too. Anything. Um, but it's, it's just, it's so true. And even if you are working out at home and you have a home gym. So, you know, if you need something to, to give you that inspiration to help you push even a little bit harder, put on someone that is in the fitness world or the training world that, that inspires you. I told Christian one day we were chatting. I said, sometimes when I'm doing extra cardio or whatever, I like to put on Jay Cutler videos on YouTube and watch Jay work out, but it just inspires me because he's such a beast. Shout out to Jay Cutler. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Inspiration right there. He's just, he's just an, you know, he's an incredible athlete. And, um, I, when I watch him, it just makes me get, you know, I get excited and I'm, and I want to work harder and it just, it really, um, gives me that motivation and I like it. So it could be anybody that inspires you, but put somebody on and, and watch them that, uh, that makes you really want to push harder. I, I love doing that. Inspiration can never, never go, is never wasted. Exactly. And, you know, one of the, one of the final ideas about this is you have to be mm-hmm. honest with yourself. You may have come across this before where you tried something, all right? It might have been body composition. It could have been career. Who knows? Whatever it might have been. It could have been to pick up a new instrument, right? And you start to do the thing. And you achieve some level of success, but you know it's not really how far you want it to get. And you tell yourself, oh, you know what? I'm doing pretty good. You pat yourself on the back and, hey, good job for starting to try. But did you really get where you wanted to get? And you might say, you know what? I think I'm okay with this. And you say that to make yourself feel better about not reaching that that rock on right. the on the rock face as high as you really want it to go. You got to really be honest with yourself because when you dig down deep inside and you listen to your gut, you'll seek who you need to seek. You'll get what you need to get in order to get where you want to be, right? If you just tell yourself, I'm okay. Again, I spoke before about being fair weather. If you're... Just, yeah, you know, I'm okay with this. Okay is not great. And I know that you want greatness and I know that you can achieve greatness. And if you really want to get there, no excuses, be honest with yourself. And if you're not there, figure out how to get there. And if you don't know how to get there, ask either one of us. We are always open to help you out. Absolutely. And you have to be your cheerleader. Don't look to other people to give you the praise and the support that you want because you may tell tell a friend that's not motivated, that doesn't understand the gym, what you're doing and you're excited about your program and that person may bring you down and say things to you that, you know, might deflate your your excitement and you don't want to do that. So surround yourself with the right people that are going to push and lift you up. Don't let naysayers or as the people call them haters derail your progress, like focus on what you want. Just because you, if you're a female and you hear people saying, oh, I think muscle on female is ugly or you look like a man or any of the things that we, you know, we hear people say about women with muscle. Don't let that distract you. If you want to have big round shoulders or you want to have triceps, biceps, or you want to work on your legs and you're a female, do what you want to do. Don't let people tell you how you should look because they will. And I know I've, you know, I've experienced it, but I don't care. I like being a woman and I like having muscle and I like working hard. So make sure you always stay true to your own goals. Exactly. And uh, that's a mic drop for me. So <laughs> remember, be great. You are great. Work hard 
and never quit. Exactly. And we will talk to you next time. See you later. And one more exciting thing before we go. We've created a new program called Evolution for busy couples who want to transform their bodies, reignite their intimacy, and feel more confident. Now, we'll coach you as a team through a 12-week program to transform your bodies and bring you closer together as a couple. To learn more, click the link in the description. Thank you for joining us. We release a new podcast every Thursday, so make sure you tune in. To contact us, visit our websites, relentlessfitnessandnutrition.com and lindamstevens.com. Also, visit our YouTube channel, King Christian and Queen Linda. Make sure you hit that subscribe button and turn on notifications so you never miss an episode. See See you you next time. time.